do you know how hard it is to get rid of a bladed weapon? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, please tell us, Rob. It's actually really, really difficult. Because, like, you can't just sell it on, like, Craigslist. Hmm. Huh. Really? Because then, you know, you, you give them the weapon, they give you the money, and then they have a weapon. And they're like, they could just be like, hey, give me the money back. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's true. Well, yeah. 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 I've, got, I've got a weapon, you know, like, give it back. And then, I mean, at this point, I feel like it's on you, Rob. You know, you're, you're selling bladed weapons on Craigslist. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's get to the point of this conversation <laughs> and start the episode. Welcome to the ninth episode of Swifty Dialogues. I am your main host, Ariel, and I am joined by Rob. Hello there. And Cinda. Hello, governor. All right. What's up, bros? <laughs> A test sign now, in it. In it. Thought we outlawed the British accent. <laughs> so, in this particular episode, we're going to do a little change of pace. Because, you know, if there's one thing about Swifty Dialogues, it's consistency. Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's false <laughs> <laughs> but you know what let us thank our audience by listening to their listener voicemails okay okay why not let's see what the audience has to say yeah audience i hardly ever i i hardly ever directly talk to the audience because um i don't know you and i don't talk to strangers but i will say <laughs> that um Ariel did not prep us at all. Yeah. Even though this is the definition of railroading, I'm all for it. So let's go. Are these complaints? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. We shall find out. All right. Our first listener voicemail is going to be uh, this one. What's up, Swifty boys? This is Dan from Stabby Stabby, the horror movie podcast. And I was calling in to ask, if the three of you were trapped on an island in the middle of nowhere, who do you think the last person alive would be? And what do you think would happen to the other two? Uh, The more sexual your answers, the better. I appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you beautiful men. God damn. Thank you, Dan, for your uh, (laughs) question. (laughs) Can I just say that is that he's he's a real podcaster. This isn't fake. Yes. No, it's he's local to our area. He's got quite the radio voice, so props to him for being blessed with the perfect voice for audio. For once, we all agree, Dan sounds sexy. We agree on other things, but yes. For once, no, this is the first time we've ever heard Dan, and we all unanimously agree. Dan, goddamn, you're blessed in the voice area. To answer his question. (laughs) (laughs) So his question is, who would be the last survivor if the three of us were stranded on a desert island? Perfect question. We're all egotistical. <laughs> we would all just like cannibalize Ariel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was actually going to be the first thing I brought up. Uh, no offense, <laughs> for, Ariel. Not, but... even, not even looking for seagulls. We're going straight to cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean... I, come on, man. I don't even have any meat on my uh, bones. Like, what are you going to so get here, out of me? So, so... <laughs> 
So here's the thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way directly to just immediately kill Ariel. I oh, feel okay, like he okay. would kill himself it's, first yeah, through some ridiculous idea he has that we can't talk him down from. I feel like what he would do is be like, oh, I could kill a shark with my bare hands and we could have shark meat. <laughs> Yo, that's so true, though. I can definitely see Ariel just yeeting himself <laughs> at a shark. And then he would die. And then Cinda and I would be like, should we eat his body? And we'd be like, uh, well, we didn't get that shark meat. Um, <laughs> he's just like hopped up on like energy and just adrenaline. And he's like, I just can fucking punch that shark. Directly and then into oblivion. Shark bites his whole like hand off. <laughs> yeah. And then we're down a hand for eating material. To later. be fair. To be fair. To scare away a shark, you need to punch it in its nose. I've, yeah. I've heard that before as well. I've exactly. also heard the stomach. I don't know if the nose is is just extra sensitive, but yeah. Um, I just don't believe, Ariel, that you would not make some horrible decision that we couldn't talk you down from that would end up with your own demise. Yeah. And then Cinda and I would like look at each other and be like, well... We have His no dead other bodies source. there. Yeah. It's either the shark or Ariel. So. Now, between Cinda and I, again, I don't feel like I would go out of my way to kill Cinda, but I don't know. I'd probably, it, die, kind of I'd like probably a, die of my own demise as well, though. I'd probably, knowing my dumbass, I'd probably cut myself and being out in the middle of nowhere with no band-aids, no neosporin, and just die of an infection like back in the good And I would days. just not... And I would just not intervene yeah. with tips and then you on how to, to treat that. I would be like, Rob, you must eat me so I don't die in vain. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely how it would go down. Rob would be the last one we decided. All, all good points because uh, you guys are right. Because like one, I feel like I will make like a hundred great decisions but I will make like one extraordinarily like stupid one. <laughs> like, yeah, like climbing a coconut tree that's like a hundred feet in the air. Or pick a fight with like a native monkey on the island and underestimate the strength of a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we stranded though? That's a better question. What okay. monkey continent? That is a good question. I mean, are we in Madagascar? <laughs> like, <laughs> are we in the Amazon? I am, I'm imagining a tropical island that has a wealth of natural life i'm assuming it's like the island and castaway same yeah that's exactly what i my, where my head went i'm i'm picturing in my mind the last episode of naked and fright i saw and there are a lot of animals <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but did they give them weapons to hunt I don't you get to bring so. one item with you which i don't know if that was part of this hypothetical scenario if we were allowed one item or not they're like do you want a knife or a satchel to cover <laughs> your boss <laughs> yeah on that note dan if you could hear us he can't he's not here <laughs> how about you answer your, you ask your question in a better way no it's a good question like for example can we bring an item we can't even answer it now i don't dislike his question i like the phrasing i think we did answer it i think ariel is just like yeah, Partly, we're just critical. Uh, proud of our unanimous decision that he would die first because to eat him first. Yeah, I mean him dying first. Yes, yes. But also partly disappointed. Why am I so fixated on the eating part? Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. It would be tough. It would be tough. But you know, um, 
Bro, yeah. I would just try to, um, you know, like desensitize myself to it quickly. I would probably also try to eat fish and, and fruit and stuff like that, but... Yeah, you know. on the real though, we wouldn't straight up go to cannibalism. All right, we have to move on to the next voicemail. Yeah, we do. Hi, my name is Guy Deschambleau, calling from Portland, Maine. And why is my family telling me to take my medicine when the birds outside my window tell me to stop? You see, the birds are telling you to stop because they're trying to set you free. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's their whole plan the whole time. Those birds are free. That's if the birds are even real. Don't we all? I mean, we know the birds are just robots. Yeah, birds are drones. Everyone knows birds are drones. The government replaced them all like years ago. <laughs> this is this is common knowledge. And I hope everyone has been taking their iodine pills. <laughs> Make sure you take your Swifty supplements. Yeah, so that's not that's not the birds telling you to stop taking your meds. It's the government. <laughs> Ooh, are we going to get into that Alex Jones market where we are selling su- su- supplements? Oh, no. Hell no. We don't speak that name here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Voldemort. Okay, first of all, Cinda, you're being really negative towards our cause <laughs> right now, and I really don't appreciate it. Well. I can't do this. I can't do the other. Cinda. How do you expect the Swifty Nation to grow? Yes, Senda. <laughs> I'm thinking Swifty Dialogues. Eggs. <laughs> now with iodine. <laughs> In trying times, people just need eggs. <laughs> Wait, how are we going to get eggs if birds aren't real? No. Oh, well, we'll get eggs from reptiles, I guess. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Are reptiles real? Boom, yeah, everyone forgets. (laughs) (laughs) Next voicemail. (laughs) Yo, I'm sorry um, to call back so quickly, but I just thought of another question. Uh, This is Dan from Stabby Stabby Podcast. Just one more time. So sorry. Um, It was just bothering me. Uh, Which one of you think tastes the best? This is in no way connected to my previous question. I was just curious which one of you think is the tastiest of the three of you. I'm not waiting outside of any of your homes, I promise. If you could just open your window, I would really appreciate it. I think you know who I'm talking about. Oh, what the fuck? Is he outside? Oh, dude, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, are you going to be my the Romeo to my Juliet? Is that what you're asking uh, if we're checking outside the window, Dan? He says it's not related to the last time he asked the question, but... He, it's this like is... he knew we went straight to cannibalism. So I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna be as bold to say that I'm the tastiest. He eats the cleanest diet of any of us, so he's gotta taste good. It's just science. Well, it kind of depends on. It kind of depends on your flavor palette, you know. Yeah. Well, you would be the first to eat because you know. Oh wait, wait, wait! Hold up, hold up! Are you eating me? Are you eating me because of uh, my nutritional value or because of my taste? Bro, <laughs> I think part of this question comes down to flavor palette and preferences, though, because like, Ariel, I see you're eating an apple right now. I would imagine there's a high sugar content yeah. within you. We'll have to balance it out with some salt. Put lime on my apple. 
Just the amount of lime juice you've consumed in your life alone, I would imagine... He's been marinating himself for 29 years. <laughs> He's got quite an interesting flavor. <laughs> so you, you agree with me then, I will be the tastiest. Yeah, probably. I would say yes, but I would be curious as to how we compare flavor and like what, you know, I think there's a little bit more to the question with like... You know, breaking down the well. Clearly, we each cut off. We we each cut off our le- our legs. Mm. Then we roast them, and then wait. You know, I thought it would be like fingers first. <laughs> Why would we go for the straight up full leg? <laughs> Why would you do the full leg first? Even even before finger, like just the little tip of the earlobe. I mean, no one needs that, right? Right? Yeah. To be fair, this yeah, goes back to no. the first question and what Rob mentioned. I will have like a hundred great ideas and then I will have like one profoundly stupid idea that will fuck me up on the island. Why eat your fucking leg first? That's why I went for first <laughs> instead of like the fucking finger. <laughs> you were going all in. Yeah, bro. There's... You were like, just take it. If you're gonna if you're gonna cannibalize me, just take the we're whole gonna leg. taste test which one of us tastes the best. Let's let remove one of our entire legs instead of the small piece of flesh that maybe isn't necessary for anything. <laughs> Or maybe like a toe or something. Go big or go home. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're going all in. Well, thank you for your second question, Dan. And there you are. Uh, I guess I'll be the tastiest because of my diet. And also, your boy, I don't burn. I tan. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll simmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sun if we're on this island, I suppose. And third, I shall be looking out my window. Hey, hello. I'm just calling in, uh, leaving this uh, voice message. Uh, I like to listen to your uh, podcast when I'm helping close at uh, my uncle's deli. Uh, It's the night shift, you know, and there's not a lot going on. Uh, I'd like to have a drink, but I usually just grab a moxie from the case and, uh, you know, drink that while I'm cleaning up the canna and and the machines and stuff. But uh, I had a technical question for you, you know, when I listen to the cast and everything. So I was just curious... uh, to make the Swifty dialogues, what is it that you uh, you actually use for uh, your technical setup there? Uh, you got like a five million microphones or something over there? Or uh, y'all sharing one at a table or something? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds pretty good, though. I'll tell you that. It, it's good sounding stuff, but uh, I'm just curious uh, how, how, uh, how you do that. Uh, let me know. Thanks. Well, thank you for that question. Did sir. we get a name on that uh, um, that person? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let's call him Jimmy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Anonymous, yes. I record from Rob's closet. He doesn't know <laughs> that I'm in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm also in Rob's closet as well. And um Oh, that's is that you sitting next to me? I didn't realize. Oh, uh, yeah. I was trying not to breathe really hard so you didn't notice, but like I'm also in here, bro. I'm actually uh, typically recording from the second caller's asshole. Um, he doesn't know that that's um, what's lodged up there, but uh, that's me. <laughs> you know, as, as as they say. What are you fucking lemmy wanks from South Park? The fucking gerbil that like. <laughs> it it just gives me the it gives me the best sound wall to encapsulate the um, the audio signal, so I don't get too much background and excess noise and all that. It's 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 a very nice. Um, very nice resonance I get in there. Rob, as our resonant sound guy, and I think our 
anonymous caller would appreciate this as well. If you could shrink yourself down to the size that you could go into someone's asshole, how how do you think will be the sound quality? Do you think we'll have like good installation? Uh, how do you think will be the re- the reverb there? Would it be cavernous? Um, only audio people might get this pun, but it would it would probably be quite saturated. Ah, uh, I get it. Oh damn. <laughs> Is that because he ate Taco Bell earlier? <laughs> <laughs> it would it would probably would not be the driest environment, if you will. Goddamn, Rob. I salute you for uh, your ability to <laughs> perform in any place. The, the signal would probably be quite wet. It's all on the armature. Yes. <laughs> armature would play a very important role. <laughs> Especially where you're located. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so while we're just chilling in rob's closet for some reason rob shrunk down to the hamster size just living in a butt <laughs> so basically of one of our fans yeah yeah combine that all together and that's how you get amazing sound quality oh and we do use three microphones not five thousand but i can understand um the confusion because yes. microphones can be in all sorts of different sizes and and devices and all. Now, we do have five different microphones just laced around our, our individual uh, living situations because we want to capture absolutely everything in our lives. <laughs> yeah, we um, edit out pretty much 99% of all those microphones, <laughs> but we yeah. just want it in case we want it, you know? Guys, yeah. I have to break it to you. I do have several microphones. Only one of them has ever been plugged in at one time. <laughs> I'm Ooh, sorry. I, this is a badass over here. I know you wanted me to catch the overhead and the back of the room and the direct voice and all that. I've only yeah. ever plugged in one. Ultimately, oh, ultimately, ultimately, Swifty Dialogues, our motto is privacy. Who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're trying to create a quality podcast. Emphasis, uh, asterisks on the quality. Um and the podcast. Emphasis on the ass from <laughs> asterisk. Asterisk on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, asterisk on the quality and asterisk on the podcast. <laughs> we're just going to say we're a bunch of people that ha- somehow stole three microphones and three interfaces, and we all overlay that on top of each other. <laughs> all right. Now, thank you for your question, Mr. Anonymous Man. As you could tell, we're very technical people <laughs> and <laughs> of course <laughs> okay so moving on to the next voicemail hey my name is Diane I'm from Daytona Beach Florida and I had a question um is it considered vegan to eat a girl out let me know whoa first of all this podcast is kosher. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I, I don't practice kosher eating practices. <laughs> Rob abides by a different standard. Um, I, I do have a question uh, for that for that caller. Was it like pouring really hard there or was I just he- like, did it sound like it, it was like really hard? It sounded like hard- they were in the rain. Like were they call? are they safe right now? <laughs> I don't know. They sound like they don't have a home, Moma. <laughs> Calling in the middle of a horrible storm and asking oh if it's vegan. <laughs> they need to know. 
you know, the way I interpret that is she really needed a note, and she's such a fan of ours that she risked her life <laughs> in the middle of a storm just to ask that question. You know, her safety be damned. I imagine they <laughs> she, went out into the middle of a rainstorm just to find the one working phone booth in America just to make this call. Now, so if I'm inferring correctly, this caller is a practitioner of vegan diet and is considering, is that? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, she did not disclose that. Yeah. Uh, she's just asking, is it vegan to eat a girl out? Cinda, I would love to hear your response to this. Is Cinda vegan? I think it would not be. So, <laughs> explain your rationale because I really I I don't know the the details and the definitions of veganism. I want to hear your counter argument. Well, I'm not really the best person to ask about veganism because I'm I'm not a vegan and I uh, have <laughs> eaten lots of different types of uh, animal products out in the world. And so I, I don't know if I would be a really good person to um, detail what is and what isn't safe for a vegan to eat. But um, I would say do whatever you want. Who cares about labels? That's my answer. <laughs> yes, none of us are vegan experts. We must leave it up to Google. Cinda, to you did have Cinda. a pretty strong and definitive answer, though, at, at first there. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yes, Cinda, please elaborate. <laughs> Not particularly, <laughs> no. I feel like there's a backstory here that I'm, I'm out know. of the loop on. <laughs> there definitely is. <laughs> I, I'll I'll fill you in later, Rob. Sure. Interesting question, though. Uh, but um, Cinda, uh, as a man of the Hebrew persuasion, yep. Can a rabbi bless a vagina, vahin, in order to make it kosher? Wait, would it not be <laughs> kosher already? I don't know. I, I, I these. This is why I'm asking. Well, uh, based on uh, line eighty-seven of the Torah. Yes. <laughs> this is a game of 4D chess I'm fucking playing with this motherfucker right now. <laughs> yeah, the line line 87 of the Torah just says, yes, period. Yeah, so on that note, is uh, eating pussy vegan or not? I would say no, but I also am not an authority on veganism. I would say it is because I actually don't fucking bite down on the goddamn <laughs> fucking vagina. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't bite down? Yeah. Is this the movie Teeth? What is happening? <laughs> All right. Anyways, moving on. Hello. My name is Paul from Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Hi, Paul. And um, my question for you guys would be, if you were living in medieval times, what would be your weapon of choice? Uh, I love your guys' show, and I'm interested to hear what your guys' answers are. Um, if I had to pick a medieval weapon, I would say the human meat shield. <laughs> that is not possibly a medieval weapon of choice. It's medieval in nature. It's, uh, hey guys, is this medieval? Uh, yes. Uh, so for our listeners, our wondrous 
co-host, Rob. <clears throat> he is a connoisseur, a collector, a aficionado of knives. Aficionado. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he likes knives. Currently, he is holding up like these Wolverine claws type of thing. It's basically brass knuckles with three giant blades sticking out the top. And I think this would be my choice. You know, it's pretty much just like swiping, swiping. Oh, fatality. There's no more bad guy. Then, like, I've literally tried to go to a pawn shop to sell, like, a ninja sword I had. And they're like, we only buy American weapons. We don't buy stuff made in China. And I'm like, it's a ninja it's sword. It's a ninja sword. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Where the fuck were there ninjas in America? This is something the guy really fucking said to me. And... And Wait, he hold just, up he, a minute, Rob. Let me uh, let me cut you off there. Did you ever see the fucking show called American Ninja Warrior? So there are <laughs> no, ninjas in America. Maybe, maybe there are ninjas in America. Maybe I'm wrong about my my history. But next, next thing you're gonna yeah. say, there's no gladiators in America. Excuse <laughs> me. Have you seen American Gladiator? But I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. The guy told me he wouldn't buy my weapon. Now I will say. The weapon very clearly said "Made in Pakistan," so it's it wasn't authentic <laughs> at all. But what? but but there's still like when was there a ninja in America to have made a weapon? You know, like and and also, what does that have to do with selling it to a pawn shop? You know, I feel like the guy was just kind of like uh, irritated that I had yeah. a better, cooler sword yeah, than I, I, he I had know, in I mean, shop. If you came in with a sword, he was probably thought you were a threat for a long time before, <laughs> you, before you actually decided, oh, I, oh, he's selling the sword. He's not going to try to, like, use it on everyone. Yeah, I feel like there's a little bit of a oxymoron uh, when it comes to uh, pawn shop and standards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, a, that's, but, that's putting it lightly. But Cinda, you haven't mm. answered the question. Oh, yes. I would say my medieval weapon of choice would probably be crossbow. That would be that would be the okay. fastest like loading one or probably like I'd be I'd want to be the catapult bros and kind of be like You'd want I wouldn't want to be the Sounds like the you're pawns. wanting that distance. Yeah. You want that distance I between you be and the pawns. I'd rather be like an archer or some some <laughs> shit like that, you know. I don't want to be the dude that's like has to actually up front like stab people in the face, you know. That's that's not me, you know. <laughs> you don't you don't want to be what? You don't want to be uh front row infantry in <laughs> yeah. medieval not, warfare. Not in medieval times they don't even have surgery or <laughs> yeah. medical care if or you get injured. Armor for that matter. They're just like like wooden shields and like steel swords and you're like oh my if, it, or like if you're lucky swords. because if you're lucky because i uh if i if i know my medieval knowledge well which i don't we're talking um, about 1200s or 1500s Yes, um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> the the mid the it's midpoint. The yeah, it's all the same. It's the midpoint. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Right. The thing is, in the medieval ages, life really hasn't changed that much until no. like you hit like fifteen hundred around there. Anyways, um, but like uh, as I was saying, like if you were in warfare, you you basically had to be a rich soldier in order to afford armor. Yeah. So. For the majority of them, they had like leather. Yeah, and shit exactly. Like that. The rich people get to sit inside the castle and just like 
bow and arrow people and then everyone else was just like okay you guys go first and then try to weaken them yeah imagine aria what was oh, yeah. aria what was your answer again yeah what did you say human meat shield human meat human shield meat see shield. what what no, even so is that's that? defense yeah dude. that's defense how are you gonna kill someone with a human meat shield I'll what's find your, a way. What's your weapon, though? <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah, yeah. What's your... Like, I would take a shield. That's, a, like, no-brainer. But plus that, I would do a crossbow. But then what would you do? Like, a shield plus... A human shield. <laughs> you would just find a dead body and then use that. <laughs> what the... It's the, it's, it's the, it's the medieval ages. There's God, dead damn. bodies everywhere. <laughs> so you what would your like, weapon be, though? How would death? you attack someone that's, like, trying to harm, you uh, know... Okay, okay, okay. I'll yeah. answer exactly. the Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um... A mace. A mace. Okay. Because I, I oh, feel like swing, it's... Oh, uh, Yeah. No, 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 no. You're thinking about a... So you're talking about like a chain? hard oh, rock yeah. type ball on a stick, yeah. right? Or, no, it has no chain to it. It just has a sharp end, a blunt sharp end, and it's just like a giant bat type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, like it has... Big-ass club. I, I, yeah, because I feel like it, I feel like it's a nice in between, yeah. uh, or a nice compromise between a a, a sword, it's which mad heavy though. takes a little bit more training, not as heavy, and you can swing it around like a bat. Um, and also, and also, it's because I'm a little sour because last time I went to baseball practice, I brought a mace rather than a bat, and I got of kicked off the field, and. Now I'm just oddly attached. To Wait, did now. you bring a mace or did you bring mace? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I use that as my breath freshener. <laughs> oh man, it's no wonder why I was so out of breath. Oh my god, how are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what they say. Uh, you gotta stre- strengthen your esophagus. You gotta build some calluses up in there. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's definitely you know for the embouchure. Yeah. Yes, for the embouchure. Harden the embouchure. That's what they say. <laughs> well, Paul, thank you for your question and uh, yes, your you. thanks, Paul. Uh, your, th- those are your answers. Uh, I'm interested in what kind mace. of weapon Paul would use, but another time. Yeah, Paul. How about you tell us what you would use in a medieval warfare situation? Yeah. Instead of asking us, asshole. I wasn't mad at him. I was just curious, but be as you will. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, fans, we, fans, we love you. <laughs> That's why we yell. We yell at you. <laughs> That's how he shows his affection. <laughs> All right. Now it is time for our next voicemail. Oh, hey there, guys. This is Scott from Watertown, Wisconsin. Uh, me and my bros are big fans of the podcast. Uh, we we have one question for you. What's the best cheese you've ever had before? Uh, my my friend Frank down the road here, he made a heck of a good Gouda last year. Uh, if you're ever in the area, please come on down. We'd love to take you ice fishing. Thank you, Scott, for your question there. It's odd he said, come on down. Wisconsin's pretty far north. <laughs> Yeah, you know, come on down to Wisconsin. It's just a common phrase, you know. Hey, man. Direction is all relative anyways in the wide array of space, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, bro. It's a globe. 
My mind is blown. Whoa. Run a goddamn globe, son. <laughs> globe, son. Globe, son. <laughs> yeah, Rob. Okay, so <laughs> the best cheese we've ever had. Um, I, you know, I've had some Gouda from... No, I take it back. I really like Brie, and I've had some really good Brie from Whole Foods. So I'm going to go with Brie. Gouda's good, too. There's two great cheese makers. I would say Tillamook is a great cheese brand, and they make all types of cheeses. But probably the best cheese is... Swiss cheese from Telegio. Telegio is like a brand, but that any It's like a brand or it is a brand? Oh no, it is a brand. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> but uh Telegio is another brand. I would just say any cheese they produce is fucking on point. So. Do they make brie? It's hard to say. I think they they might, but I don't know about brie. Like this, I feel like there's a school of people that like hard cheeses versus soft cheese. So mm. brie, like, it's it's Brie's good. Brie's pretty on soft. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> brie, brie's in that like cream cheese level, you know. Yeah. More about that cheddar. Ariel, level. what? A, yeah, Ariel, what's your cheese preference? Let me guess, American. <laughs> craft singles <laughs> yeah oh god no. he, he, just uh just uh easy cheese from the can <laughs> <laughs> i knew it was some dog shit trash cheese yeah yeah that's what i take to a a, a wine tasting thing <laughs> cheese whiz <laughs> you're getting like fine quality wine imported from france <laughs> you got cheese whiz <laughs> <to> go <with laughs> Just going straight into your mouth, not even onto crackers. <laughs> yeah, this Merlot really pairs well with the easy cheese. Someone's trying to talk about the wine, and you're just in the background. <laughs> During an auction, like where everyone's quiet, just trying to hear the different bets. You just see me in the fucking background. Just housing a whole thing of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we got another voicemail yep 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 okay here's our next uh, our next voicemail what's up swifty boys this is dan from stabby stabby the horror movie podcast and uh i just had to call in and ask a question it came to me last night while i was sleeping and i thought of you guys immediately so you know that, that should be a compliment I, th I thought of you i thought of all of you um if you had to be buried under a mountain of jumbo-sized cereal only to drown in the gallons and gallons and gallons of milk that have to be poured over it for the giant to eat it, what brand of cereal would you want to be buried and eventually eaten inside of? I really appreciate it. Honestly, it's really bothering me. I don't know what the right answer to this question is, and it's just going to keep me awake until I can figure it out. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for that question, because... I've also been thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I have to say it's been bothering all three of us. And it's been a hot button issue, but I think this is one of those things that uh, we all agree on. Uh, cinnamon Toast Captain Crunch. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, what? Oh, no. I thought we would all die the same way. I thought we agreed. <laughs> I, I thought we Dude. were all in agreement, too, to be uh, honest. What? Would the Cinnamon Toast Crunch not allow you 
the cinnamon sugar to constantly flow and give you nutritious, tasty supplement, you know, to to keep you going until you inevitably drown to death. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, so cinnamon is essentially like what? Tree bark? I have no idea, actually. Cinnamon is essentially tree bark. If that you does say not so. give you, it, it does not have any nutritional value whatsoever. It's going to dry out your mouth. Then why do they put it on the toast crunch, huh? Why do they put it there? Well, it's like, how do you want to die in a giant bowl of cereal? And well, no, you're already gonna drown from the milk. That's 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 noted, hard set fact within this hypothetical. It's what cereal do you want to be buried under before you die from drowning of mm. milk? No, I would say <clears throat> like corn flakes because it would all dissolve and then you wouldn't die. Boom. No, because you'd still drown from the milk. The the drowning yeah. from the milk is a constant inevitability. Oh, okay. It's a, not gonna it's a singular point in the universe. Yes. <laughs> it's not gonna happen any other you can't way. Escape the, it's the just a matter of what cereal's gonna cover your body before mm. you drown to death. And I I think cinnamon toast crunch has got it. You know. Yeah. So if it were up to me, I would replace the milk with almond milk because I'm lactose it's, intolerant. It's not up to you. Oh. The milk is constant. <laughs> it's up to the giant who's ever pouring this goddamn cereal Okay, okay. Bowl. So, so the, gi- the giant can also not be lactose intolerant? That's true. He could be. Giants, historically, they drink vitamin D infused milk. That That's just that's just a fact. I mean, how do you not yeah. know that? Didn't you go to college? We went to the same college. Went to giant class. <laughs> I went to college, but did I actually attend the college? No, that, yeah, that's a good point. I just sure showed up one day. I think case closed. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, yeah. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, nah. Oh yeah, no, honey bunches yeah. of oats. Still, you gotta yeah, die nah. in whatever your favorite cereal is. <laughs> well, well, Captain Crunch. There we go. You know, like, uh, to each then I'm gonna change my answer. I was going with cinnamon toast crunch for the cinnamon sugar part. I thought that might help things, but if we're gonna die in our favorite cereal, if that's the core yeah. aspect of our question, I got boom. Yeah, if you're gonna go out, you gotta go out by something you love or tricks. But back when tricks was actually fruit shaped and not um, just spheres in different colors. Yeah, that was lazy. That was just lazy by tricks, you know. Bring back the shapes. That should be uh, uh, an issue that the next uh, American president should run on. Uh, make tricks great again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of all the problems in the world, tricks. That's definitely the one that keeps me up at night. Yeah, fuck yeah. them. Fuck all the other problems. It's called prioritizing. Yes, exactly. Triage, as you will. Okay, so in in one way we do agree. Let's make tricks great again. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Dan, from Stabby Stabby. Uh, That was an amazing question. And now moving on to the next one. Hi, guys. This is Marcin from Phoenixville. Um, I'm just asking, I'm really curious, if you were to pick one member of the Backstreet Boys, which one would you be fucking? Okay, so considering that they were all clearly like in their late 20s and early 30s making love songs for teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just breezed past that fact. (laughs) I would fuck. Uh, Doesn't matter who because they're all going to be washed up anyways. All right. So we're we're all in agreement. Ariel doesn't care. 
Cinda and I say Nick Carter. Yeah, we're strongly we have a strong Settled. opinion on Nick Carter. I guess yeah. <laughs> Settled. And I guess I'm just a hoe. Yeah, Ariel's just like whoever will take me. Now here's here's the here's the next question: top or bottom? Oh no. Mm, mm. Ariel go first. Cinda, please describe in detail. No, dude, that's uh, that's why well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. top and bottom. That's your, <laughs> that's your favorite question. No, no, Cinda, you got you got you got to give us an answer. No, I'm diagonal. That's that's the best. <laughs> Cindy, it's okay if you say both. That's the secret third option that they don't want you to know about. You gotta say top. I think that's that's fair. That's a mm. fair and honest answer. Cinda but, has admitted to the rest of the world that he would top Nick Carter. <laughs> Ariel still is just either way. Ariel you know? said he would take all. any of them. Yeah, just either way. Whatever you'll give him. Yeah. Whatever, I'm just going to be with a washed up fucking musician uh, or pop star at the end of the day anyways. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, he's doing great for himself, man. He's got a family. You were just willing to ruin that all. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll I'll be his home wrecker. <laughs> oh, damn. You heard it here first. <laughs> Rob, answer your own goddamn question. <laughs> yeah, it's Rob's turn. Probably top, you know. I mean, it would it would obviously not be my ideal choice, but if yeah, if no I one... have to pick between the the two, I I pick horizontal. <laughs> uh, Ariel picks I, lazy I, spoon. I, <laughs> <laughs> lazy Susan, he just gets spun around. <laughs> Me and the Backstreet Boys will just be a fucking. Human centipede chimera type of abomination. <laughs> oh, god damn. And he'd be in the middle. Right in the middle. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's what I meant by horizontal. Oh, <laughs> no. We had something completely different in mind. Uh, I'm so sorry, whoever asked this question. <laughs> I think this is the kind of content that they were hoping to get. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> if nothing else, Dan will be happy to hear that Ariel wants to human centipede the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marcin, for your question. And I hope we were able to answer it in a respectful yet... <laughs> informative way um so moving on to our next voicemail hey guys this is tony from tom's river new jersey you ever lost something in a gamble or a bet yeah mine was getting married she took everything uh, stella oh well i'm really sorry to hear about his um marriage with stella yeah Hey, Tony, I told you to fucking stop calling me already, all right? <laughs> I told you that Stella fucking chose me. Oh, shit, man. All right? So how about you fucking stop calling in the podcast, because unlike you, actually have fucking work to do. Has he been calling? This is the first time I've I've heard that he's called. I filtered through the calls. Oh, okay. Gotcha. This one slipped through the goalie. That sounded serious. How do you know Tony? Hey, we talk to different people. I don't know. Hey, how about you stop asking questions, okay? Oh, shit, man. Ariel, what have you lost in a gamble? You know, I gambled my fucking future going to that goddamn college down in Florida, and I fucking clearly lost that bet. I would say that you succeeded, though, Matt. Yeah? Oh, why, thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, um, one time I lost a uh, four hundred grand on a horse race in Kentucky. Um, I bet on uh, Shining Black Gundam because I was thinking, you know, that that's just such a cool like I don't know. It just uh, it spoke to me and um, ended up uh, last place. So is that is that a reference to G Gundam? Like the fucking fighting anime. You know, I thought it was when I gambled all of my life savings on it, and turns out that I was just uh, uninformed uh, on the backstory of that horse. And yeah, that was the, just a last name. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I felt like it spoke to me, and, and we connected, and, and that was the sign that that was the one to bet all my money on. And yeah, I got taken for a ride. And so phrasing. I'm still trying to pay that that debt off. Um, the bookie keeps calling and threatening me, but uh, I give him a little bit, you know, when I when I have it. But Senda, <sighs> yeah. what have you lost? Oh man, well um, I mistakenly invested all my money into Cthulhu coin. <laughs> it's a, oh, a new cryptocurrency that uh, everyone said I should buy. And I didn't say you should buy it. What do you mean, everyone? Well, Rob, you were like the main propagator of this, so uh, <laughs> I think you're a little bit responsible. But Cthulhu coin was okay. really going up. At first, it was it was a third of a cent, and now it's three dollars. Full disclosure: Cthulhu coin was my way of trying to get out of my own gambling debts, oh, and it no, didn't work what? out. No, dude. Are you serious? You just made up Cthulhu coin? I did. Just, yeah, oh, I what? did. No. I actually lost more money trying to get that onto the blockchain and, and seem like it was legitimate to con you out of some money to get out of my gambling debts. Dang, and... dude. Well, I guess now I own all your gambling debts in crypto, <laughs> so... Well, yeah. this, well is, this is a predicament. Well... You know, what I'm surmising from this entire little conversation is that, Cinda, you invested in Cthulhu coin, but you didn't invest in Swift Swift coin? Ah, uh, that's my first problem. I was trying to raise, just so you know, Ariel, I was trying to raise the capital to get out of my debt so I could invest in Swift coin, and uh, still just not there yet, man. I'm not sure. I, I'm starting to think your allegiance is not towards the Swifty nation. The... It's towards Cthulhu coin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the next voicemail? We still have some left. We, we, yeah. We actually, I, I have a, I have a gaggle of them left. A gaggle? Yes. I don't know. But what, okay. What do you, what do you call a, a group of them? A, a, a murder of voicemails. A, a murder of voicemails, just like crows. Yeah. Mm, mm, I like that. Um. All right. Here is. Our next voicemail. Hi, I'm calling in to your podcast that I happen to listen to. I just had a question uh, as I hear you discuss things that are occurring and that you encounter and that you provide swifty dialogues to. My question would be, what book is each of you reading uh, at this time? 
And also, is it a paper-type book, a hardcover-type book, or is it something on one of the e-devices that everyone has these days? Just curious what you're filling your minds with. Hmm. Oh, Lord. That's a nice question. Mm, well, I have to say, um, Oh, my God. <laughs> I am reading my favorite novel of all time. The illustrious adventures of Captain Underpants. <laughs> I wish it was hard like I am, but it is paperback because I like the texture. I like its flaccid nature. And on that note, no. uh, Rob, Cinda, what would you? Uh, what are you guys reading? Oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I've got a, I've, I've got a soft cover copy of Dune that I started reading because I saw the movie. Um, I, I don't read super consistently but um yeah i i guess i dune is the last book i've been kind of delving into cinda doesn't read so we can move on <laughs> cinda, cinda what are you reading the kama sutra <laughs> <laughs> no bro i've been reading um this interesting book that came out a long time ago it's uh the torah is oh well, basically the bo- the concept of the book is what would happen to us if all humans left the earth and what the earth would be like and how it would recover. Oh, so the Torah. Yes, exactly. With, with the uh, Armageddon soon approaching. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think you're talking about the book of Revelation. That's like the opposite of the Torah. Oh, yeah. Th- that's what I was reading. Uh, my favorite read. Your favorite casual read. <laughs> yeah, I just casually bo- read the book of Revelations and people say... Hey, please don't read that on an airplane. That freaks me out. But I say, it's my religion, my choice. <laughs> You're reading it out loud? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they say, I'm the weird one. You know what? They're just uncultured. Yeah, they just don't know. The book of Revelations has some fun parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next voicemail on the menu? Uh, it is this one. Which I will play now. I'm not sure why I said that so angrily. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play the video. Hi, this is Todd from Danbury, Connecticut, and I have a question for the podcast. Um, if you were attacked by homicidal toddler zombies, <laughs> oh, how many homicidal? toddler zombies would it take to overthrow you um that's my question and uh i'd like to see what you guys have to say i love the podcast and i'll continue to listen to it all right thanks guys bye (laughs) i like todd he has a good sense of questions (laughs) not how many could you kill not um you know what weapon would you use but how many would it take to kill you? And toddler, we're talking about like three to five. Mm, I think toddler's younger than that. Wouldn't toddler just be like uh like two-ish? Like pre-language? Makes a difference. You know, just like goo goo gaga walking around. A toddler would be, I think, like two or three yeah. two or three years old. I two think. or three year olds just trying to kill you with what do they got? They got knives, let's say. No, no, I I don't think they're uh I don't think they've got anything except their their own um zombie kind of, you know, powers whatever they those might be. There's you know, cuz different 
different zombies have different abilities too. Yeah. Right. Maybe they're the quick zombies. They sprint at you. Uh, you mean like the one from like Zombieland? Or 28 Days Later? Yeah, let's imagine you got sprinting infant zombies just running at you. And maybe you got like a chainsaw. How many How many would it take to overtake you with a no, chainsaw? No, no, you know what? I, I, let's go back to, let's say we're using the medieval weapon of choice that we've already established. Ooh, that's a good callback. Let's tie these together. All right. So I got my crossbow. I'm going to die real quick. I only got one per like minute and they'll t- overtake <laughs> me while I'm changing out bows. Is this is this how we end up on the stranded island because we're trying to get away from the homicidal baby toddlers? Ooh. Mm. This is actually what we encounter on that island. Uh we are not aware of their presence. Ooh, homicidal baby toddler zombies. And if we did survive we're eating Ariel. Okay, first. okay, okay. Here's the timeline. First, I'll use my leg as a weapon. Then I'll use my other leg as for food. <laughs> He's going to turn his leg into a zombie bat yeah. with like barbed wire and shit. We're like, dude, we had a bat the whole time. Why would you just <laughs> use this? I will say that in this scenario, the ninja claws that I have um, maybe aren't the best ideal weapon for Probably fighting not. toddlers because i'm a tall guy i don't think like they get... could definitely get to my legs before i could bend would jump on your back and stuff you'd be hard reaching back there all right so to answer your question i would say exactly two i would say 16 oh ba- bro two hey, hey, hey. Uh, I, I i undersell myself okay yeah i would say so <laughs> Senda, what's your number? I would say at least a hundred. A hundred? Really? Okay. Because I could put up a pretty good fight. Get the fuck out of here. So, someone really thinks high and mighty of themselves. I would just start swacking. <laughs> I would just start whacking them with a crossbow. <laughs> with a crossbow. He doesn't even know how to use the crossbow. Apparently. You're gonna take out a hundred. <laughs> well, okay. If the kids, if the kids, yeah, maybe like ten. Okay. I changed my mind. It's maybe like ten. <laughs> That's a big drop-off, too. Cindy, you be the yeah. motherfucker to throw the gun. <laughs> I almost forgot I had a crossbow, and that's why. <laughs> now, if you were smart, you take the arrow or the bolt, whatever it's called, off the crossbow and just use that for hand-to-hand. Yeah, but that would still... That would put me at maybe, like, 20. If or I you could that. just use one of my legs. Hello, I'm just here swinging that shit around. <laughs> okay, then we're talking about maybe, like, 22. <laughs> Because that leg would probably be worse. It's just swinging the leg around. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Wait a minute. What's your logic here? So, without my leg, you could take a hundred of them. But now that you have my leg, an actual blunt <laughs> object, it, it, it takes less to take you down? But it, does, does my leg just weigh you down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're getting at the root of the issue. It's, it's actually a beacon to the zombies <laughs> yeah, to bring yeah. more to him. Yeah, because it's bleeding and they're like, ooh. <laughs> With the crossbow, he's taking them out one at a time for like days and days and days yeah. and days. When he picks up your leg, all 22 just pounce yeah, at once honest- and just consume him yeah. whole. In order to have any chance, I need to have what Van Helsing had, which is like, uh, auto crossbower like with like 20 mm, crossbows yeah 
That was a great. If you ever played I think, the game Van Helsing, it was amazing. No, I think the ideal weapon for what I got from that um, zombie survival guide is the Shaolin monk blade at the end yes, of a spear. Dude, a katana or a spear would be the best. If I had one of those, I could probably take out like fifty or fifty-six yeah. or sixty or sixty-six. You know, something. In yeah, that. you just kebab them. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> How this is so messed up. <laughs> also, I want to be clear that in normal circumstances, Sifty Dialogues usually doesn't endorse the killing of toddlers. Well, we're talking about homicidal zombie toddlers, so. Are zombies not human now? Don't, do they not deserve rights? These babies have already been dead. <laughs> no rights for zombies. I'm going anti-zombie <laughs> stance. This is a philosophical tangent i'm not willing to take zombies don't pay taxes why don't we move on to the next voicemail but what if we teach them they're taking our jobs <laughs> we got another voicemail there ariel thank you for your question there tom i hope, hope that clears it up <laughs> thank you for your voicemail but we have now have to move on to the next one Hi, my name's Mark LeStrong, calling out of Detroit, and I'm wondering how can I help make incest porn more mainstream? I'm asking for a friend. God, cut this. <laughs> cut this now. Oh, no. So, thank you oh, for Lord. calling. Uh, and the way you can make incest porn more mainstream, you don't. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, please don't. Now, moving on to the next question. God's a fan. Yeah, that, God cool. listened to it, so you know that's a pretty good sign. Okay, so first of all, I don't know who's this God person, and he needs to get off his high horse, uh, <laughs> asking us about our future plans. And you know what I have to say to that, Mister God, if that's even that, even if that's even your real name, is that you know what who planned ahead in the past, who had a five-year plan, for example, his name was Stalin, and he was wrong he that ended up uh murdering a lot of people so you know what there is no plan for this podcast so you take that yeah you know who else had a six month to a year plan judas fill me in on that one i don't know uh judas's six month to one year plan was to betray jesus and and um be the result of there we go, yeah. He had to have planned it before he betrayed. And he also did not respect personal space based on every single f picture of him. He's just always like, <laughs> he's always up in the face. Judas. 
What happened to you? I mean, he already knew the answer, so I, I don't even <laughs> yeah. feel like we. Why? Why even ask the question? You know, from a yeah, you know exactly. That's that's what the Bible needs because from a storytelling perspective, what is Judas, Judas's uh, redemption arc? Uh, Judas kills himself. That's that's not a redemption arc. <laughs> I thought it was, but why did he not come back to life and only Jesus? You know. Well, uh, God, I mean, to answer your question, we're gonna answer it with another question. When are you gonna release a sequel to the Bible? Yeah, bro, I'm I'm really ready for it to drop. The Bible two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Bible two, re- Return of Moses. <laughs> 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 Moses, what? I was here the whole fucking time. <laughs> Moses gets his groove back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that they actually were going to call it Revenge of Moses, but Revenge had too many letters in it for the production of the posters, and so they ret- changed it to Return of Moses to save on prices? Dun, dun, dun. I'd like to see Moses meet Jesus, and they'd be like, are we both the son of God? Does that make us brothers? Questions. <laughs> All right. So to answer uh, God's question... Uh, my plan for the next year is that there is no plan, but the eventual end goal is the Swifty Nation, of course. Yes, to now, sue Taylor Swift. That's the ultimate That'll goal. That'll probably take more than six months. Rob, though. Cinda, what is, what is your end goal with this podcast? Or at least, for, not, not the end goal, but what is your plan for uh, the next six months to a year? Uh, next uh, six months to a year for this podcast, I hope to produce um, a few episodes and... Uh, compose some original music and, um, you know, uh, dick around in Pro Tools like I always do. No, you're just a dick. Cindo? <laughs> ah, yeah, the goal is to just get out as many episodes as humanly possible. All right. God, that, that that's what you get from us. Yeah. Anyways, um, as we were recording, we got a new voicemail. And this is our last one. I didn't know you were taking phone calls. I'm I'm so sorry. We should have paused for that. Nah, I just send everything to voicemail. <laughs> That's why he has so many, Even God apparently. That's why he has so many goddamn voicemails. He never checks it once. Here is our final voicemail for this recording. Hey, this is Chance. Langstrom from Grand Rapids and my wrist is making this clicking noise. Am I going to die? I would suggest that you cut it open to see if you're made out of wires. Uh, and if so, you just need some WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not made out of wires, you got a problem. Oh, man. <laughs> you really if you're not made out of wires, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> if, if your wrist is clicking... And you're, um, you know, having this consistent issue. What I would recommend is to try to time it out into quarter notes and maybe join a band, you know? Maybe that's, like, your new talent. Yeah, human metronome. Yeah. Like, click, 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 click. People need that, you know? Can you keep time? That's the real question. Yeah, if you can control it, maybe that's your new power, you know? Yeah. You're the first mutant... A human metronome. <laughs> so ultimately, it's it's not a curse, but a gift. 
Boom. Yes. As as are all medical defects that people are afflicted with. Couldn't have said it better myself, Rob. God damn. And yeah. on that note, and you know what's the true gift? It is you, our dear audience. We like to thank each and every one of you for your listenage. For listening. <laughs> for your listenage. <laughs> and uh, for sending us your questions. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that um, so many people are interested in our opinions on these subjects and didn't have grievances or complaints. I don't think we heard one. Um, so, uh, congrats uh, to all of you for um, being able to enjoy something and and not uh, not be tearing it down. You know, yeah. exactly. I would say now. Go ahead, Cinda. Oh yeah, I was just say thank you for commenting and just replying and helping us be better but also thanks for not judging us for having a horrible twisted messed up sense of humor again i, I well it's just sense of humor thing everything we're saying is uh serious <laughs> exactly so thank you for not turning it off immediately <laughs> and turning us on constantly Alrighty, and uh, on that note, we'll see you next episode, everyone. Well, we won't see them. <laughs> That's our shoe. We won't see them, you know, because they hear us. That we won't see them next episode. Like, like liter- literally, they'll hear us next episode. Would be the better. You'll hear us next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Swifty Dialogues was brought to you by your hosts, Rob, Cinda, and myself, Ariel. If you want to learn more about us, visit our website at swiftydialogues.com. You can also contact us by filling out the form on our website or emailing us at info at swiftydialogues.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next episode.